0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of the My Life Platform Podcast. Our goal is to give you simple principles that help you to live a powerful life of purpose. My name is Matthew Delaney. I'm your host. As always, I'll be guiding a conversation with my dad, purpose and family expert, Mark Delaney. Dad, how are you doing?
1: I am doing great. I'm actually excited to talk about this topic today, about how to handle the critics in your life.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is something that touches on all of us. I mean, regardless of our our life scenario, we all have
1: critics. Yeah, the world's full of critics. It's almost become an occupation, is to be a critic. I I think the threat is that uh, we become one ourselves. And but I think that it's not a good trade off because I think what we're actually designed to be is directors of our own life, instead of being criti- critical of everything else in the world if let's compare it to the movies it's easy to be a movie critic like buy some popcorn get yourself a soda sit in the theater and just decide if you like or don't like something but the reality is i believe we're all designed to be movie directors of our own story and being the director of a movie is far different than just sitting in a chair being a critic of a movie someone else directed.
0: Yeah, they're definitely very different things, and I'm, uh, I know for a lot of people though, if we want to be a movie director, the fear of the critics is probably one of the biggest things that would stop us. That's, yeah,
1: you know, w- you know, I mentioned one threat that we just become a critic ourselves. We make that the occupation of our life, and I'll simply say that if if you want to be a critic, there you'll always be occupied. Now, you may not like what you're occupied with, and your life will not become what you really want it to become, but there's always someone or something to criticize. But the threat can also be this, is that we live our life with the goal of satisfying all the possible critics. And this is simply not possible. To do anything in life, you will have a critic.
0: Yeah, you know, I I'm probably gonna misquote it a little bit, but I remember someone saying something to this effect that if if you if you don't um, if you don't offend anyone with what you've said, then uh, you probably haven't said anything.
1: You probably haven't opened your mouth at all.
0: Yeah, if there's no controversy. Uh, obviously everything I'm saying here takes on a whole new flavor with all the social media stuff. People say, I hope, I hope this comes across the right way, but it's like, if we're going to do something meaningful, if we're going to actually step out and do something, there are going to be critics. It's just, it's just how it is.
1: I think there's a great danger in our society. And that is that uh, I'll compare this to a baseball game. I used to umpire a lot of baseball And sometimes in a game, the fans would get very um, uh, testy, even with each other. And the fans on the first baseline are yelling across the field at the people on the third baseline and vice versa. And you have people on two sides with two very different perspectives and two very different end goals that they want. And they just hate each other. And it feels like as a society, we're threatened to become like that. And it feels like everyone's pressured to get on a side. And the pressure is get on a side, be bold, be angry, be boisterous, get on a side. And I think the goal for us is to get in the middle. In between the first baseline, the third baseline uh, bleachers, the stands is the game. Baseball's happening out there. People getting their uniform dirty. I think on the sideline, you have people that are spectators and what I call opinionators. (laughs) And I think we're made to be life changers. But I think life changers are people who are in the middle. They don't try to get on a side. They want to get in the middle and get the uniform dirty and make a difference. And so that's kind of a side note. Let's talk about, uh, you know, if you're going to do something in life, you will have to deal with critics. Let's let's kind of talk about why a little bit. I think the default setting of of our human struggle is this to struggle to believe in oneself. I think we all struggle with this. It to different time, different levels and different times of our life, we struggle with believing in ourself. And I think when we struggle with believing in ourselves, it's a natural impulse to turn our criticism outward onto other people. It's it's a it feels a lot better to criticize someone else than to have an honest evaluation of who I am as a person.
0: You know I think we get this Is't this the classic the bully, right that there are so many movies where there's a, an elementary or junior high school bully and one of the main lessons that we end up learning out is that the bully is the one who is the most insecure one in the story. Where from, from the, the little kid getting beat up, it feels like, oh, that's the strong one. But really, we end up finding out, oh, this is the kid who has the worst family situation at yes. home. This is the kid who has the terrible stuff. All he's doing is just, he's just redirecting all of that bad within him, all that negativity that he has and everything, and is just uh, reflecting that onto everyone else. And yes. so I, I think we totally get that. In fact, it can actually feel good. I mean... If, if I can't climb higher, I'll at least push others down, which then technically by default makes me better, right? Yeah. So if I can make you feel at least less smart, then it makes me smarter.
1: Yeah. Let's also mention this, that if you want to do something in life, it will be a threat to some people. There are people that that are they're not they're not content with their lot in life and if you step out to do something in your life instead of being excited for you they may actually be jealous of you what you do with your life can actually confront someone with the fears that they are not willing to face and when you step out and do something it 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 hits on that it, it stirs that up in them. It can be someone that wants to make a change in how they're living and leave some bad habit they have in their life. Someone else who has that same bad habit can actually be turned off by that person instead of being inspired. They might be jealous of that person. Something else I will mention about critics is that uh, to criticize someone can be a, a soothing thing. It's sick, but let's face it, to, to criticize someone else can be soothing because it distracts me from myself. I I can get excited to vent my anger on someone else. I, I remember one of the last games I umpired baseball. It was a game I did not want to do. I was the umpire assigner and there was no one else to do it, so I had to do it. And this game probably ended about midnight on a Sunday night. And I was walking to the parking lot alone, and I'm in this dark parking lot by myself, taking off my umpire equipment. The game was not close. The game did not mean a whole lot. It was 14-year-olds playing baseball. And, and the, I found the, the final score was like 9-3. to three. And in the middle of the game, there was some fans and one team that was not happy with my strike zone. And in that parking lot, this man who drove at least four hours to come to this tournament that weekend, this man approached me in the parking lot and began to let me know what he thought of my strike zone. Now, quite frankly, I was so tired and so uh, out of touch with even being in that, uh, in that parking lot at that game, it didn't bother me in the slightest. Matter of fact, I simply turned and looked at him, and I said, Sir, I don't know what's going on in Kansas City where you came from, but whatever's going on in you and causing you to be angry right now, it's not my strike zone. You brought it with you in your truck today, and you're probably going to take it back with you today, but it ain't about me. The reality is that that critics are oftentimes people that are just trying to distract themselves from their very own existence. So I want to encourage you with a thought that overcoming criticism is part of the growth process. If you want to lead anything in life, you cannot avoid criticism. You learn how to deal with criticism. So I want you to see criticism as an opportunity it doesn't mean that you've messed up as a leader because you have criticism. Uh, when a parent receives criticism for their kids, it doesn't mean that the parent is, is missing it. In any area of leadership, criticism is going to be there. So let's talk about how to, ha- how to recognize the critic. Oftentimes the critic is someone who is bold, loud, oftentimes angry, in um, in this this emotion, this loud bold emotion tells you that it ha- that it's much more about them and not about you. So the more amped up someone is in their criticism of you, it it's it's a revelation. It reveals to you that it's really not about you. Now, secondly, how do you recognize the critic? A critic will question you instead of asking you questions. An advisor, which we all need advisors, they will ask us honest questions. And with these kind of people, we want to be all ears. When you have someone who cares about you and they are out for your best interest and they say, hey, I want to talk about this with you. And they ask questions about decisions you're making. It is so critical that we're open to these people. But the critic is someone that just wants to render judgment. They offer insinuations, character assaults. They question your motives. And these are the people that we need to recognize because they will threaten to squash our gift. And then finally recognize this about the critic. Oftentimes, the critic is someone that's unhappy with their own life. So important to realize that.
0: Yep, this is gold. This is a lot of gold content. Um, I do want to ask this, though. Uh, you alluded to this earlier. Uh, for a lot of us, we are, we are very well aware of the critics in our life and maybe who those people are. And as you're talking, we start to imagine those people even better. Um, but what about for us that the biggest critic is ourselves, that our own inner voice that we're our biggest critic? What about that?
1: Well, that's a great question. Honestly, this is when we do the purpose mastermind, this is one of the biggest things that we uncover oftentimes with middle-aged men time and time again, middle-aged men are part of this program. And it, it becomes a it becomes a thing that shows up that they've just been a critical of their own life, maybe for years and years and years. It's that feeling that uh, I'm missing it with my life. It's the man who's worked a particular in a particular career for years and years and years. And at some point he decided, you know, I should have done more with my life and that is the voice of a critic to look at one's life and say i should have done more i've missed it now when we say that to ourselves it's so easy for us to accept those thoughts as being true or real that i'm missing it or i should have done more with my life but imagine walking up to imagine walking up to a stranger that you knew it worked at a certain job. It doesn't matter the job, but he's worked there for 25 years. Could you imagine walking up to that stranger and saying, you know, you've worked here 25 years. You've wasted a lot of time. Could you imagine walking up to that stranger and saying, you know, you should have done more with your life. You wouldn't dare say that to someone else. A matter of fact, someone who's worked a job for 20 years, you'd probably applaud them especially if you walked into the place of employment and you saw them being purposeful and joyful in their work, you would look at them and say, that's the kind of man I want to be. I just finished the mastermind last night, last, last week with a a man. And when he started the mastermind, his life was just kind of in the dumps. And by the end of the mastermind, as he discussed his purpose he said to me, he said, you know, I think I've been doing it all along. But the voice of the critic within us makes us think we're missing it all along. And it pains me when I when I see that in someone's life that they're that they feel like they're missing it. I I, I compare it to a, a little boy trying to hit a baseball. And, and swinging and missing, and there's a frustration that comes with that, and you swing and miss again, and the frustration and the anxiety just builds with every swing and a miss. And I think about people who live their life being a critic of themselves. It's like every day they're swinging and missing and swinging and missing and swinging and missing, and the anxiety that builds over the course of time. And we become this great critic of our life. When we do the Purpose Mastermind, I love to turn the light on for people who feel that way and help them see how they've not been missing it. And instead of looking at their life with this giant fear of what am I doing wrong? Instead, they can be excited and say, what can I do more? Or what can I do next? If you have a problem being the biggest critic of your own life, you need to lean into a conversation with someone else who will help you to see your life differently any movie that's ever been made i don't care how how many how much popularity it's had every single movie has its critics and any type of life that that you might be living it does not matter the position you are or the title that you have it doesn't matter the neighborhood you live in the car you drive it doesn't matter your status it doesn't matter if you're married or unmarried or you have kids or you don't have kids. Nothing matters. The critic can be there for any type of life and we can be the critic for ourselves, no matter what life we're living. And if you're struggling being a critic of your own life, I encourage you to have a conversation with a trusted friend and simply, simply say one sentence to them. Say a sentence just like this you know, I feel like I'm my biggest critic. Just say that and see where that conversation goes. So I want to finish this episode by simply telling you that that you can peacefully walk away from the critics of your life, but at the same time, keep embracing the advisors in your life.
0: A great conversation today. I would just echo that 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 great challenge to go to someone you trust, go to someone you know who loves you and cares about you, and and just tell them, "Hey, I'm my biggest critic." Start the conversation today. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. We look forward to seeing you in the next one.